Start in T minus ten seconds. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition. It's time to set sail on another episode of Unconstitutional Awakening, the podcast. Tonight we've got a show friend and, you know, just all around average American fellow here that's a uh, you know, real cool guy and whatnot, Steven. He's been on the show before. Uh, we're just here to talk some good, true, you know, freedom and voluntarism and probably catch up on some news and, you know, maybe get the perspective of the uh, the whole voting scene from a bunch of people who think that you know voting is a sh- is a complete sham and that you're giving away your rights and such because you it's all lost and stuff. I mean, we could go into it and really blame Martin Van Buren. There's a I, I have a whole rant about that. You guys might get to hear this again. Who knows? But you know, it's it's going to be a, just a general episode of good old stuff that you guys are used to from hanging out with us and stuff like that. So we do uh, we do hope you enjoy this episode as well. And we look forward to you know all the everything that's been going on with the show and the website over there on Rumble and BitChute and Odyssey and everywhere you're listening worldwide on all the downloadable podcasts. Hey in fact I even found that uh, we've been recognized by IMBD and are totally have a uh, profile now on there. So that's I think that's pretty cool. Like it's 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 all possible because of you guys out there giving us all the love that we've been getting. So we we greatly appreciate it. And you know, if you guys for that are first just checking in for an episode and stuff like that, you guys want to come and check out everything that's unconstitutional awakening the podcast. You guys, you guys can just hop on over to unconstitutionalawakening.com it's a home for everything unconstitutional awakening, man. It uh, it's got spots for the podcast, the podcast I do on the social red pill, as well as podcasts we've been guests on all over the place. And there's totally different sections from each of your favorite co-hosts about different things that they're into and stuff like that that are trying, you know, like we've been trying to do from the beginning, just trying to change the world one mind at a time, our own little way. There's also spots where you can get back to all of us fantabulous hosts and everything that we're about uh, on our social medias and stuff. And, you know, so much more, man. You can go to the social and sign up and leave posts and stuff up on there, man. Freedom of speech, so don't expect anything to get deleted unless you uh, 
just get an outright nasty lowdown human being. You guys know what we mean. So everything you need, those right there at unconstitutionalawakening.com. You can find the links to get back to where to watch us, where to listen to us. You can listen to us right there on the website, as well as find links for our merch store and our fantabulous friends in Liberty and the guys over here that I, I believe deserve a shout out. You know, you know, like Kirk Elliott, PhD. You can check him out. There's links for him there. Peachy Key Creations. There's links for her there. Ammo Can Survival. Links there as well. And uh, Brett, Brett Pike with Classical Learner and uh, Homeschools Connected. Man, they've got all got great stuff going on. The alternatives to the norm. There's even some links in each episode that have uh, information that you can get you a discount that you can use if you're listening or watching the show. So we do appreciate all the support you guys are doing out there and stuff like that. We, we try to find a way to help these guys get back. And, and if you've got a business or an idea in Liberty or something that you're trying to get sponsored as well, man, just talk to me, dude. I got the, I got the best rates in all of the shows that there is, man. So it's, it's um, just out here trying to help the little guy like, that's the best I can do is just help get you out there. So we appreciate you guys. We appreciate all the folks that are friends of the show and stuff like that. If you ever feel like being a guest or something like that, just reach out. We can, we can get to talking about it. We're always looking for new thought-provoking conversation. So that's like tonight. We should be a great episode. Steven's a real good guy. I know Bandit's going to be joining me. And uh, we'll see who else will be in the crew for this evening. So uh, let's just get into it. I reckon it's time to start this episode. Nothing. Red or <laughs> good, 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 man. We were, we were, we. I think we were just talking about uh, the red, red and blue that's going on today, um, and that it's going to make no fucking difference at all. Who's in office? You're, you're still going to suck, man. I'm gonna, you're still going to be, you're still going to be poor. All right, and you're only going to get poorer. <laughs> Well, okay, so here's my thing. Here's my take. Um, for a while, they've been spouting this whole, oh, these Trump guys, they're dangerous, they're dangerous. In the meantime, they've been talking about these dirty bombs or nukes going off, this whole terrorist thing angle, and I think that's how they're going to keep control. doesn't matter which way the election goes. They've got a backup plan to stay in power, and I think they're going to abuse the they heck out of it. Yeah, they will do anything to stay in power. I, I doesn't matter if it. I have red ideas. or blue. I have ideas. No, please continue, <laughs> or please feel free to share. Oh yes, now see, this is the solution that so many people are squeamish about. But I, for some people, it's too good. I think, and for others, it just. Do, I think it's too quick. Simple. Yeah, too. Jimmy quick and minutes. I, Jimmy and I argued that talked about this the other day. Like it, it's too quick to just like call all of them you know what i mean and plus that's a you know that's a that's a few hundred people well that's a few thousand politicians that can be better put to use working in you know labor camps or working in see that makes us no better than them though i think maybe that's kind of no 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 okay here we go they drew they drew first blood it doesn't matter it doesn't matter. I'm I'm above that. I just I'm I'm all about yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, Put could them definitely in labor camps. Work, maybe. Listen, uh, listen. How about just yeah. give them listen, the listen, listen, listen. Hold on. Okay. Since since they left since they left jobs like your you mic, know, your mic, cotton picking and other other farm labor up to machines, they lose 
up to 30 plus percent of the of good product because the machines okay. are wasteful. So why don't we put these good for nothing, never worked a hard hour in their life politicians to work living in little shacks on old poor farmers' lands, actually making a difference for America? See, I, okay, that wholesome lifestyle might be what they need, not going to lie. However, I just, I don't think that us stooping to the level of concentration camp, you know, hard labor is a viable, I, I don't want to be them. And I don't know if I trust them with, with any kind of product that gets consumed by anybody. I mean, they've I'm proven sure. themselves to be untrustworthy all the way around. I'm sure that there is enough of us good-hearted people to keep a good watch over whatever, you know, they're out there doing. Because, because let's be real, they should pay for their crimes. And you're, and you're right. I think the, you know, the, the joke of the wood tripper is kind of too good for the them. Easy. I too feel like that's the easy way out. So, yeah, why not, why, why not put them to work for some good old poor farmers that they spent the past 50 years fucking? Because a lot of them have been yeah. in there that long. Oh, dude. Okay. okay. I'm just right? saying, we'll like, make, we'll make them work at McDonald's or something, sir. Yeah. Make them fries. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I, I would love my... nothing more than to <laughs> walk into a McDonald's and see a former politician, you know, asking me if I want, fry, uh, I want an extra ranch with my fries. Right. That's that's right. I mean, what? Because I, you know, and, and this is no offense to the food service industry because I absolutely love. Well, that's what I was about to say. Like, no, kind of, yeah. let's be real. I'm not dissing on the level of the work chain. Like everybody's first job, for the most part, is in some kind of restaurant. So you know, it's where everybody starts. And why not? Yeah. Why not send? Why not send these people that you know? Well, they don't have good cameras. I mean, if you look at Pelosi's house, but like send these people that have these <laughs> fortresses built, you know, to to keep us out. Why don't you? Why don't we send them to go work at the checkers on the you know west side of Atlanta in the overnight shift? Yeah, there because, you go. Because they absolutely or should see what it's like to live like a normal human being. Because it's not easy. No, I mean, okay. If we're going to have elections. And if we're going to have politicians, make it make the election interesting. Hunger Games. Have them fight to the death. Have a fight to the death, man. Uh, okay, but still, like the problem is that they have the power, not who's in power. So I don't know if that's going to really alleviate that issue. How, they have the power. I would like you to hear you elaborate on that. Well, I mean, they have the power to to you know launch nukes and uh, borrow money from the Fed without our permission and put us in a in a huge debt hole for no reason other than to uh, appease people that put them in office and their corporatist overlords to uh, cut any kind of competition in the market at all. So little regulation. And the thing is, it's like they're in the same position as those faggots over in the WEF. Their power is perceived. You know what I mean? I they, think that they you're also giving cigarettes a bad rap power. right there. <laughs> okay, yeah, all right, all right, all right. I, <laughs> but their power is perceived. They exactly. only have power only, if you let if you let them have power. It's only as much power as you give them. You are correct. However, however, these people go to work every day trying to figure out how to get money out of hardworking people. So, yeah, squeezing water out of a rock. 
You know, they would. They would go there and try to figure out how to squeeze water out of a rock. If it was profitable to them and the people who they would. Off, yeah, 100%. They'd probably be squeezing us for a, a water right now. They'd hook us up to a juicing machine. Whoa. No. Good no. Three liters of the day. This some bitch died, so we can celebrate a little bit. Oh, I mean, crab dance. Did he really Bring die? Or did he get recycled? Yeah, no, he's dead. No, he did. Did he, did he die or did he get recycled? Oh, he did. He. I'm pretty sure he's dead. I. I don't know if anybody dies anymore if you got that much money. I mean, I could be mistaken. <laughs> He's a Rothschild, so he deserves this. Is that really his name? Evelyn Rothschild. Is that really their their surname, though? I don't I don't remember the whole story behind it. I know. I'm just saying. No, no, no I get what you're saying. I'm not naysaying. I'm just I am being a little a nitpicky. But I don't mean anything by it. Uh, anytime anybody like that offs is uh Oh, it's probably a benefit to some people, I'm sure. Oh, it is. Well, just like with that family, one passes and somebody else will step up. Exactly. So it makes me wonder if they actually died or if they just got recycled into a new body. Because mm. I... I Hey, I'm just saying, what if? I'm not saying it is. I'm not the, confirming the, or denying. And see, he was like one of the actual like Rothschild family members because the the way the Rothschild has their bloodline is that you have the Rothschild name and then you have the Rothschild family. Mm -hmm. The core family keeps very, very, very tight reins on their actual bloodline. There could be thousands of Rothschilds, which there probably are, but the actual Rothschild family, they keep very, very tight knit on like very, very tight like watch on their actual legit bloodline. The one that the ones that are in control. Okay, perceived control. Because not everybody perceived can be bought. Control. Yeah, not everybody can be bought. And it'd be nice if we'd stop selling out our fellow man for a change. I don't know. That's what the government's good at though. It'd be nice if people could grow a conscience all of a sudden and say, yeah, we're not doing that. I don't care how much money you throw at me. It'd be nice. I'm just saying. Every, sing every, sing every single politician ever, basically. Yeah. Just overnight be like, you know what? I don't see this working out for me in the long term, so why don't I just not play ball? And see, that was that. that's probably what is the most disappointing thing about mankind while watching this whole elect midterm election thing is watching people like argue bet and bicker back and forth about their favorite overlord. Yeah. It's you know like what I mean? A, oh yeah. It's their, it's, it's more than a team to them. It's, it's like their heroes and idols, this whole, well, they've, they've based their entire personality on politics. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, it's like it's it's the same if people like when people wrap up uh, base their entire personality off of like uh, sports teams. Yeah. Um, when people base their entire personality around like uh, internet influencers or uh, like uh, eh, 
Hey, I, I'm just saying, like, you got all kinds. Healthy. If you're, yeah, if you're, can be a healthy <laughs> person. It can trait. be, but I've met some people that it is. Oh, not, that's they've that's, gone way over. They're the they're a gun bunny, or you know, whatever that is. They want to be a grand. They want to be a a grand thumb, or they want to be a guy. The guy from Demolition Ranch. They base okay, their entire talking, personality. You're still talking about influencers, though. But yeah, yeah, like. People that are um, at the range um, quoting full send and all this, and I'm just like, uh, you just like focus on your target. I'm just there to mag dump in the trash. All right. <laughs> I love those guys with the binary triggers that come in and mag dump, and here comes the RSO, and we all know they're already packing up, and we're like, come on, man, just let the guy mag up. We don't care. You got, do you got a permit for that? Yeah, I've had several that? people. Yeah, I've had several people ask me about my suppressor, and I'm like, yeah, I'm not asking permission anymore. Way beyond that point. Mm -hmm. I don't care anymore. I, I, have I, a friend I, that, I have a friend that's in the 3D gun printing world, and but he's like... You've had several people on the show. He, he's printing... He's I'm, Well, this is like a guy I know in real life. He's, oh. he's all about printing these guns, but... He's trying to print them within the law. Well, that kind of defeats the purpose, I would think, doesn't it? Right. I mean, no offense to him, to each their own. I mean, if you feel like you need to be asking permission to do something awesome, I don't know. I guess. Right. And it's just like within my head, I'm just like, but but you you literally have this at your fingertips. You have, and you're worried you have about everything that. you need to make this happen without government permission. Why would you even bother? Or the guys with the um, uh, the uh, fuel the uh, uh, the fuel catches or the 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 fuel filters or the um, what are the <laughs> they see they see on I see a bunch of TikTok videos all the time of these guys selling the whole uh, the fuel filters. The yeah, the fuel filters. Your your modular thread on unit. No, the solvent traps. There you go. That's yeah, the solvent yeah. traps thread on. The the in the ATF showing up to these guys' houses and they every, then the guy at the house is like telling them to fuck off. Like, dude, don't even. I'm, you come back with a warrant. I didn't buy shit. You don't know shit. You're fishing. Yeah. You know? I mean, they could show up. I don't care. I'm be like, you know what? I don't care anymore. I can't wait to put y'all out of a job. I don't care anymore. <laughs> Why should anyone live in fear of a government that's supposed to represent them? Exactly. You know, it's... it's people have, like, forgotten that they work for us. But they're people, have, people have been brainwashed about a lot of things, including forgetting that they do work for us. Like, it is it definitely a part of indoctrination. And for those at home, when you're doing a 1911 full teardown cleanup, this is one of the most difficult parts and should only be attempted by a professional. Because you will put it right up in the ceiling. <laughs> hey, that's, that's, that's pretty good advice there. Because uh, if, if, I, if, I, if I had any luck on it like I do with the springs on a car... I don't <laughs> it's a little less intense than that. I mean, 
Yeah, especially if you're using zip ties, you might want to watch out on that one. <laughs> yeah, damn, man. No, I, I never thought about zip ties, but I bet if I use enough of them. Now you're don't, cooking. Don't, Jimmy, don't. <laughs> don't, listen, don't listen to Steven and something like that, man. Yeah. He's going to get you killed. I watched a dude that had a, uh, it was a TikTok video that had the uh, front spring. Uh, it was all the way compressed down, and the fucker was using a uh, an angle grinder to cut the spring to try and get it off. Um, There's a lot of energy there. A lot of people don't understand that. I don't. That is a that's scary energy. And we're talking to the moon kind of energy. Easily yeah. hundreds of pounds coming loose all at once in any direction. Oh yeah, there we go. That's the that's the pro method right there. Watch out now. <laughs> Secret is to cut them one by one. I believe I've never tried it. Not try this stuff at home. Like, um, <laughs> not uh, try it at your own risk, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, 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 not endorsing. You know, hurt yourself because I've listen. I have seen a spring launch off like into orbit, basically because we yeah. dropped it and it just kept going. Like, <laughs> I've seen them come across a shop and you hear it. You hear yep. it. And you're just like, <laughs> you won't see it. You'll hear it though. Yeah, you're just hoping the ricochet doesn't catch you. Cause you'll you'll feel it before anything it ain't nothing to fuck with you know All what right. i mean so that little plate goes right over back where that hole was and that's how you put your firing pin back in here's a neat little trick boys and girls uh it's real easy to change firing pins and barrels just so you know for whatever reason you might need to oh. <laughs> that's fair that's that's fair. So each one leaves its own unique imprint on the case. And then of course we all know the bullet will get the striations unique to each barrel. Should that become important to know later on in life for any reason. <laughs> and you can do this yourself. You don't need in case to you ever need to evade in case you ever have to worry about ballistics. A little change up in the old curveball never hurt anybody. No, or you just use a shotgun that's smooth bore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Could definitely get away with that. I mean, uh, that would also work. <laughs> oh, so, so Bandit, it says that you guys are are all in. <laughs> Yeah, we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, here we go again. But that's all right, though. I just... I was having a conversation with a friend of mine today. He's almost on the anarchy train, but he still believes government can work. And I was just like, all right. I mean, and we got to the point of voting, and I was like, you know, I'd like to be able to at least choose who I'm going to depose out of office. And he didn't think that was as funny. As I did, well, no, but that's, okay. I think that's great. Like I, I, I mean, it. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big, I'm, I'm a big. I've always been a big advocate against voting. Like you, you're not even gonna catch me on a registration anywhere. Like I heard, I heard a commercial that there's a, 
that there's an app that you can actually check your voting history for your or some nonsense. Yeah, uh, that is true because I've had my voting history is at the polling place and I, I was able to look back and I can see how I voted at every election. They're, they do track that. They do have your information, where you live, how you voted and when. It's all there. Yeah. And, so. and like, I was just like, you know, that, that was fascinating to me. And, and, you know, so, so they, so they know that like 20% of people are the folks making a decision there. Cause like, it's mm. not, there's the majority, the majority doesn't vote. Like I've always, I've always had, I've always pointed out this argument and I've had this argument before with folks is if voting worked the way they said it worked, then nobody wins. If, if we were represented, we would have you a wouldn't budget. be allowed to vote in the first place. Then, if it actually worked, that's probably true too. But like, it's supposed to be a constitutional republic, and constantly the media is trying to take that away and say we're a democracy and democracy this and democracy that. And I'm like, we have no. never been a democracy. Never, ever in the history of ever have we been a democracy. And it's just this constant struggle for people because then they just repeat it oh this is a threat to our democracy and it's just we all know how that goes because we we deal with some of those people online from time to time so but i just it's frustrating to me but at the same time like what can you do troll them i think that would that would be something how people would organize what can we do about this when we start asking those questions i think that's when we're going to probably have more of our doors knocked in but I mean, but those—that is—that is a good question. Like, what, what can we do about this? You know, I keep saying that obviously, obviously, continuing to try to play their game isn't working because a all rigged you, game. All, all, all you all you get from voting for the past since that dirty son of a bitch Martin Van Buren created the two-party system the way that it is today. It, well, I mean, you even go back to Abe Lincoln's day too. No, no, no. I mean, there well, is there Van Buren was, was before the way that. the way Van Buren laid it out for the fact that there could only be these two in the debate, and blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, it was simpler for Americans. Like all the all the way back to that sorry piece of shit. Like that's when like like we're that that's a long ass time ago, folks. Like how many years do we have to repeat the same action over and over again before you realize that the game's rigged? How many years? Do yeah, how many years deep are we on that? Your Mango Mussolini savior lost an, an obvious rig, and you're still out there trying to vote in the, the red wave. Like, how ridiculous is that? Well, the red the red wave didn't do us any good some years back when they were all in power uh, for over an eight year period, I believe. Facts. And and things just got worse. Impressive. So about that, you're right. What was the point of that? Well, I mean, and then there's that too. Like over, over, over all the years, the continuation of added laws upon laws upon laws. You know, something I was I was trying to talk to somebody that I, I work with today about was I was like, okay, they're constantly adding laws. They're constantly raising prices. Never in my lifetime have I seen laws go away or seen uh, prices, prices go, down. go back down. Yeah. So it's just going to progressively keep going unless we, I mean, mass disobedience. Like, the, like, uh, again, oh, yeah. 
mass disobedience, especially just in a uh, in outwardness, yeah, yeah, an outwardness of it of rebellion is exactly what we need. You're not wrong, but it's getting those people to say, yeah, we could do that, or you know, I mean, we don't have to have permission, but it's it's nice to know that your neighbors are going to back you, and sure. it's nice to know that you can trust them and sure. they can trust you. And that's the hard part of this is people people live in fear all the time and for no reason. This is afraid of this, what? This is this is you know, this is a wild thought. Of course it's gonna be called a cult or Lord knows what else, but like I've always been on the thought of if I could just get a piece of property big enough, like I'd I'd start my like my people. Like that'd be it. It'd be my job. Right. My people. It's coming. Don't worry. Uh, see, that's the thing, though. We should be able to, like, we're not the ones that suck. We shouldn't be the ones that abscond away from society. We should be directly, like, arm in arm with people we disagree with. Like, <clears throat> recognize our common enemy and and remove them. But it's not going to be done by voting them out. No. Like, yeah. there's, there's no amount of voting that'll save us at this point. We're yeah, way, yeah, yeah, we're way past voting, man. Way past that vote point. No, it's way past asking nicely. Well, well that's what I mean. Like, I'm done asking for find some more Canadians with hammers in their underwear. Uh, was that guy Canadian? Yep. He was here illegally. Nothing against the Swedish. He just kind of was here, He was here illegally, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was, he was. See, that's the other thing. What is legal? Right. Honestly. Oh, you're not it's, a imaginary it's an imaginary yeah. line run on a piece of paper. I agree, and there should be boundaries that are respected, but at the same time, like if somebody's living here, somebody had to have known that guy was gonna be there. How did he rent that property and not be mm -hmm. a citizen? Like there is a whole paper trail, and those people need to be held accountable if if they're part of that system. And then again, you know. Maybe we're not privy to having to answer to anybody on a higher authority with our own property. I get that too. But at the same time, you're going to have people that act like that here. We can just say, hey, you know what? It's been a fun ride, but sorry, we got to send you home. Right. You know, if you're going to do crimes. And I, honestly, I just wish more people would find out. <laughs> like that whole TikTok, uh, like what Jimmy shared uh, a couple days ago about the TikTok trend of kicking people's doors in that only ends one way around here the same way here man way. you don't do that, that here man a bad time <laughs> yeah, i don't i don't recommend you know no. doing any kind of trend that involves <laughs> kicking in a door like there's people on the other oh, no. side of that door that might need to test out their new sl shotgun slugs or something like it, it's it's <laughs> not a recommended no, it is it is detrimental to your health, 100. And if it's not that, it's going to be a machete. And then they're going to be like, why why aren't you calling the cops? And then I put on some gloves and have a good chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> now we can't dial 911, man. That requires yeah. people. Well, that I mean, requires they'll, people. they'll just come and shoot our dogs again. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, nah. We're going to call a coroner. But I'm still alive. Are you, you guys hear 
I should probably look this up, but there is a recent article about uh, three bodies found in a waterway here in Oklahoma. And, and somebody, their uh, family member said that they were going to go off on a lick. And that just means to basically commit a crime. Mm-hmm. And uh, their body. Oh, I heard about that. They were, they, were, they were cut up. They, no, they were cut up. They were dismembered and stuffed into suitcases, weren't they? Uh, I think these three were missing a few body parts, but not all of them. And they were they were shot up 100. Yeah, they were going to go commit a crime. And somebody found in Oklahoma. in Oklahoma. Yeah, I read about that. I think a, I sent it to Jimmy a while back. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago, like, I heard about it. This is what happens. This is what happens right here. That's why y'all don't play around. This is, well, no, that's what happens when you target the wrong people. Hey, I'm just saying, like, I'm not, I'm not for not calling the cops, but to each their own. Yeah. Yeah, that's why you don't do that around here. Play dumb, win dumb prizes, right? Yeah, no, that's that, that's an absolute. Like, I mean, you're you're not wrong there. It's it's. Well, see, I feel like I feel like that's a self-solving problem with a lot of things that we think we need police for. That's all. I mean, granted, they could have picked a better place to dispose of the bodies, but just from an ecological standpoint, you don't want that in your waterways. No, I mean, there is no reason we need the police. There's, there's no reason. I will say, um, after COVID, I saw way more highway patrol here in Oklahoma actually helping people out, changing tires, like people not being pulled over, but people actually getting helped. And I was deeply touched by those efforts. But let's let's go. Let, let's uh, choose. Like they should be. Re- they, they should be like the only thing they should. Is, they should be uniformed, unarmed. They should well, I mean, carry a notebook, a pen, and a whistle and a stick, and that's it. We don't need They're, a police force unless it was for strictly recording information only to be used in a court system that it yep. may or may not need. They should be glorified report writers. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I could go that's for it. that. Only and thing not- they should do is write reports. That's it. That we will later use in court or for traffic accident. In, in, the, state of, in the state of Georgia, State Farm started a like highway safety. Okay, because you know you were making mention of like cops stopping and doing tires and stuff like that. Our cops are so prone to you know either shooting people or eating that. Not only are they putting cameras up in front of all the school zones that take your pictures so that they don't have to sit out there and be a part of the school zone, but like, you know, they, they get into like the same, this, the same exact stuff that we're, we're talking about here. And like, it's, it, there needs to be like a massive bit of reform if there's going to be any kind of police officer. Well, I mean, thinking like what my thing, because honestly, it's, it's out of hand. We could, we could. We could take a lot of stress off these people and just remove their jobs entirely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's it. I mean, did you did you see the the newest video of that bullshit that out of North Carolina? They arrested that blind dude walking home from uh, jury duty. 
Did you see that video? I have not seen that yet. North Carolina? Don't, don't play the video. Yeah, don't play the video because it is absolutely <laughs> disgusting. John but, Paul Cook. I mean, there's yeah, been a lot of female cop. The female comments. cop stopped this dude. He was legally blind. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is it. 57-year-old man? That no, that was no. No? Okay. Uh, he was walking home from jury duty with his, uh, the cane, the fold-up cane that he uses to see most of the time. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Tucked in his back pocket, and the, a female deputy stopped him because she thought it looked like a gun. And he's like, it's not a gun. So am I free to go? She's like, no, I need to see your ID. And he's like, you're not getting my ID. Do you have reasonable, articulable suspicion that I've committed a crime, going to commit a crime, or there's been a crime committed? She's like, well, no. And he's like, well, then you're not, and then you're not getting my ID. This is not a stop an ID state. You're not getting my ID. And she's like, well, then I'm going to detain you until I find out who you are. And they fucking like handcuffed this dude and he's like, I want to talk to your supervisor. Well, she's like right here. And before that, he, the dude even said, are you a tyrant? And she's like, as a matter of fact, I am that yeah. right there should have fired her. Well, no, she'll just go to the next County over. I think you would just yeah. that in a couple and episodes. See the, thing is, happens see the thing is he's in handcuffs and she got his ID. I did him walked up to him and was like, Here's your ID, sir. Now, was that so hard? And he's like, oh, it's going to be. I want your name and badge number. And the supervisor standing right behind her was like, man, fucking take this dude to jail for resisting. And they put him in the car and arrested him. Well, if he had had a gun, he probably would have been killed for it. Well, you, you know, you know I've seen... that is just ridiculous. I mean, the city just paid that dude's mortgage without I've even seen, knowing it. I've seen it. Okay, so over the past year, I've seen an uptick in people wanting to be like our buddy, uh, brother Brandon. They want to be different kinds of state nationalists, yeah, citizens yeah. or whatever. Okay, yeah. well, apparently. Local police stations are have deemed them as local domestic terrorists yeah, yeah. and have been kicking in sovereign citizens' doors. I was watching a video on TikTok of a lady in her 30s that's just a single lady with her and her cats, and they kicked in her door because she has all the paperwork that she's a sovereign citizen. And they're, so they're calling them paper terrorists, and they are trying to go after people that are just literally f trying to do the paperwork to be left the fuck alone. Like I've never, well, I think that, I've got my own opinions on that, but the fact that they're going after that, I find that kind of interesting. Well, I mean, that's it. okay. So if you're using paperwork to work within a paperwork system that immediately marks you, that's exactly yeah. right. Yes. It immediately marks you and it says, Hey, uh, I'm not an order follower. And then they send out the goon squad to go get you for whatever they deem to be a reason to do so. And that's a problem. I mean, like, no amount of voting is going to get us out of that one. Nope. It's legit. Like, they, it... So what can we do? <laughs> well, I mean, me and, me, and, me and Bandit keep saying that what it's going to, 
what is going to ensue is, you know, even though you don't really, I don't think, care for the idea because you made it kind of vocal here a few minutes ago that, you know, you you don't care to be excluded from society, but, like, they're going to, society is going to go, it's going to be Jetsons and Flintstones. Like, people like me and yes. Bandit so think, and possibly I you are going to be left out here in the wilderness. I think it might come to that extreme, but, like, we already sort of have that with uh, the Amish. Sure. Sure. Uh, there's different levels of Amish now. There's sure. some people that embrace it. There's people that, you know, Ron Springer is their point to get out. It's not for them. Yeah, they take their year breaks, but yeah, I, I've seen a lot of that I'm around really here. I'm not trying to compare them to the Amish. Like, I'm trying to say. No, I'm just saying, like, as far as the Jetsons, Stone Age, like, these people lived without technology for over hundreds of years, and they have kept that tradition, which is great. No, I'm, what, I'm, what I'm saying is that your voting societies oh. in your big cities are going to continue, and people like us are going to be... People like us are what the WEF has already t labeled as the useless, so there's no need for us in their cities. They're going to let us be. Like uh, who are who is that World Economic Forum? Who is that? Tons of rich somebody with somebody with perceived power. Tons, like everybody, the, a board of Klaus, a bunch of a board of a bunch of rich motherfuckers. Like I yeah. consider them to be the corporatists that want to turn America into their oligar oligarchy playground. Is what Ooh. they want. Yeah, and that's it, exactly the truth. And so we already know who our enemy is. Now, what can we do about? That? You're not going to be able to save everyone, so there isn't really much you can do. You need to worry about. Can't agree with that. Can't. You're going to work. Everybody wants yourself. You want to save. What I was trying to say was that it's going to split. I'm telling you, they are going to get their society that they want. Places like New York City, Los Angeles, big metropolitan areas are going to continue forward with exactly that because they want that please tell me what to do daddy consumerist lifestyle of yeah like i don't i don't know five years and dying <laughs> and they're fine with eating their bugs but then there's going to be the rest of us that like i said they, they've technically already labeled us they call us the useless and yeah. we're going to be left to feed our own we're going to be left to fight our own like we're not going to have okay access with to that stuff. you know what i mean yeah well i see I, I to a point because you're gonna and I think it's already happening with healthcare right now, and it's been happening over this whole COVID thing. They want to have control over who gets healthcare and who doesn't, and that's one surefire way to control who lives and who doesn't. I mean, you don't need a you don't. The only thing you need a hospital for is like surgeries and stuff, and you've even got people that are turning against that. As yeah. far as like general health, like you. If you're going to the hospital or the doctor to take care of your general health, you're already doing it wrong. I agree, especially when there's a lot of people that are just, oh, I, uh, I woke up with a crick in my neck. I need to go see five doctors about it. Mm -hmm. and, I need to, and I can't afford to pay for it, so I need to have taxpayers pay for it. Yeah, I, mean, I think there's, there's all sorts. There's also people that have to have a specialized breathing treatment because they, their own body consumes themselves. And without money from the state to treat that person, they're kind of left to just die. Sucks. Sure. So it's kind of like there's a, but we don't have to have the state provide for them. We need to have the freedom for people to develop treatments that don't cost $50,000. 
I mean, it's so, like, I agree that there's no easy fix, but we definitely don't need the state anymore, in my opinion. No. I mean, the, I, the I, private I, sector I, can do it better. Yeah, I mean, I could, well, I couldn't agree time more. Time and time again, you're right. I couldn't agree more. And there's already, you know, we and we and we showcase people like this sometimes that are working on, you know, alternative things to be that are going on anyway. They already have alternative ideas and already have alternative <clears throat> plans and stuff to take care of themselves and the people they care about when it collapses. Like I think that, like. See, I'm past the point of worrying about taking out Rome. It's it's gonna it's gonna implode <laughs> itself, right? Well, I don't think it's gonna cull. Like everybody envisions this, like the ap- the federal federal government is gonna collapse. It's gonna change. It's gonna change and continue on, but just in a different form, in a different shape, different form. And it's going to look different, but it's going to be the same. Maybe. I don't think there's any definites that we can really count on in that arena, given that they've had an ace up the sleeve so many times now. They're really unpredictable. Even though they're terrible at so many things, they're really good at killing people. And that's been proven. (laughs) That is is true. That is true. They're they're good at staying in power. They're good at staying in power. So there is that. Uh, something to consider. And humans are good at overcoming every tyrannical threat that's ever been put across the front of them. Well, yeah, you, when push comes to shove, you get a lot of people who just want to be left alone going, all right, well, you know what? I'm not playing this game anymore. So, you know, I'm not interested in this, whatever it is you have to offer. So, and, and, like yeah. my grandpa used to say, we gave it to office. And I'd come knock on his door and he'd yell, we gave it to office. So I would leave. And just like this generation coined, <laughs> just like this generation coined and is pro at quiet quitting, they're doing the same thing now yeah. on a on a massive scale. They're quiet quitting. That's why you have the majority that doesn't partake in, in that thing. They're they're the majority. Well, okay, but even those that don't consent, you know, kudos to them. But even those that don't consent are still getting screwed by the same system, whether they choose their overlord or not. It's and a majority of the problem. Yeah, it's a more, yeah, you're right. It's definitely how, a majoral dictatorship for sure. And, 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 how, and how much do the actions of those tyrants affect your day to day life? Well, I will say that those terrible speculators, that all they do is pump up profits for oil companies that drive the cost of diesel up because everyone says we're about to run out when we're not. No, God, man, uh, I fucking laugh at those people. That's just that's just one of those things that I'm talking about. Like, it does directly affect us in many ways, whether we like it or not. But if you produce your own fuel, you grow your own hemp, you know, all of a sudden it doesn't matter to you who speculates whatever. You make your own fuel. Or if you separate water into hydrogen and you use it in a fuel injection system. Well, I mean, that's, that's, the thing. that's why we it's got, like, like, my little buddy... Uh, Julian, who's turning plastic trash. Plastic. Yeah. It's like I that's thought that thing. was one of the like, coolest episodes too. I back. mean, coming back we up. are so yeah. in it, in it, and it's only really here. You're literally going to see this here in the United States. It's like we are going to be if you, which is there's actually it's actually become quite popular now. It's like 
we are starting to see more and more people produce their own food, grow their own food, raise animals, um, reuse, start reusing a lot of things. Um, yeah. Upcycling. I yeah. love upcycling. And, upcycling. oh, God, I've become, a, I've become a pro <laughs> at that. Dude. We Not see that about. more... Yeah. Here in the United States than anywhere else in the world. Oh, really. Okay, I think you see it more with our generation who are like, yes. "Hey, I didn't know we could take this and make it something useful again as something else." And I think that's like we think that's neat. We think that's cool. These like I feel like we're the dreamers that are going to set up the next generation. Sort of. sure. That's why I mean. it's it's that's kind of that's like that's it's almost ingrained in our DNA to continue on. You know, no matter what happens yeah. to the rest of the world the u.s will continue the people here in the united states will I mean, continue on you made, a, you made a good point Stephen. and then there's that too there is all we're, this armed, group. we're armed with half of the world's privately owned firearms as, 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 someone, as, someone, who's, as someone who has always has been on the venture of yelling at everybody that they needed to pay attention to their government since i was in high school like yeah. Especially uh, you know, when they don't want you to do that. You know, I I can say that more people now than ever are on their the right path to personal freedom, and yeah. I think I think the fact that there are so many people doing things like I do, as far as like you know homeschooling and stuff like that, and unschooling kids from the system, there's where we're gonna have our change. You know, we're those dreamers that are okay. setting that are setting up all of these children that we have to be without having to unlearn once they get thrown into the world after being eaten by the system for 12 years. Yeah. Or not knowing how it works because no one ever taught you those important factors. Correct. Yeah, exactly right. So that is something that we can do. That's nonviolent. And I'm totally for that. 100% will back that. And even myself, like I just, it's hard, but you can do it. And yeah. it's a sacrifice. It's a choice you make. I recognize that because even I was homeschooled, you know, part of my younger career, my school career. And I feel like, you know, at the time I felt like I missed out on so much, but now I'm just like, you know, I'm so glad I'm not some bonehead, some walnut as you, as you refer to them. <laughs> So it's, it definitely has its benefits and I'm definitely grateful for it, but I'm just like, man, I remember the sacrifices made that so that, you know, me and my siblings could, could have that. And it's, it's incredible to try and like, uh, the economy is completely different from more than 20 years ago too. So it's like really hard for both parents not to have to work to be able to sustain yourself without having more and more, uh, uh, self-sufficiency. Mm -hmm. So like, I, that's why I think like that self-sufficiency is probably the ultimate rebellion. Yes, You're it is. It absolutely is. Liberated from any, any need to be a part of it. You can't, you can't starve us. Yeah. I mean, most of us are too fat anyway, but you're right. We find a way you're not wrong. So I do believe there is hope, but I, I do get frustrated too that people think that you still need you still need this this overlord or this small group of idiots to ruin everything because you believe that they're they're doing it in your best interest and they have no clue 
until they look into it and they're like, well, maybe we'll just get the right people in there. And you're just like, <laughs> it's the most, it really is. It's like, they, they don't learn from what, what has happened in the past. You know what I mean? They, they, they don't the past is covered up. Look, but yeah. They yeah. can't I'm not, I'm, I'm not talking about just like the past. I'm talking about in there. Just how, however long they've been voting, you know, somebody that's like 50, you know, they've been voting for 30, they've been voting for 30 years and they can't see that, oh, just the next time we'll, we'll get them. They can't look back just on how long they've been voting and not realize, hey, this doesn't make a damn bit of difference. I'm not talking right. about like history. Oh, but, yeah, no. And it's this circus that you're fed over and over. It's this, yep. oh, look at this. Oh, I mean, like you look at the entire time Trump was in office. I really felt like I was watching a really bad WWE show and I was really waiting for Ed McMahon to pop out any time and run as the democratic president elect. And then I was like, okay, for sure. We're, we're, this is peak clown world for sure. But you know, it never happened, but I just, I just get angry that, that people just can't let some things go that are not helping them. It's like, you get so used to drinking poison, you think you can't live without it. Yep. And so, like, how do you convince those people you don't need to drink poison to live? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you don't need the you don't need the government, man. You you don't right. need the government to tell you how to do things and how to live your life yep. for you to. They don't understand self governance. And, and that's something I, along with history, that gets covered up. I think. Yeah, you know, and see, the, the bad thing is, they like, govern every day. Oh yeah, yeah. It, they don't. Yeah, they definitely don't put that together. On their and own. the thing is, it's like show. as soon as like you know a two-party individual, especially ones that have been long brainwashed into the whole. I mean, life. even myself, and I, I think you too, <clears throat> Bandit. You, you lived that lifestyle at one time. Oh, I did. I did. Yeah. I was a, one of the. I was part. I was. A, I was a party person, and. uh I was a Republican. Uh, I think it's people, when you mention that, like, you're an anarchist, a majority of the population automatically has that bad stigma that of, oh, you're just, you just want lawlessness. You just want, you know, you just want lawlessness. And I'm like, I shock a lot. I'd be like, yeah, I kind of (laughs) do. One of the most, that's that's going to be the worst thing about convincing somebody to get out of the two-party system and not float back in as a libertarian is convincing them that anarchism is not what they've been led to believe all of these years. You know what I mean? Yes. I mean, it, just, and just and, because it's yeah. lawlessness doesn't mean there won't be rules to follow. Or you know what I mean? Commonly accepted things like, you know, don't hurt people. Yeah. Um, don't, steal, don't steal from them. These are like super basic things. Real There'll simple. be rules to follow. Just because you have an, an, an anarchist society doesn't mean there's going to be no rules. There's going to be rules mm-hmm. to follow. And there will be consequences for breaking those rules, you know? 
okay, there's either immediate consequences or there's a lifetime or even into the next lifetime if you ascribe to that consequences. So, I mean, it's, I definitely feel like it's for sure, it's going to catch you one way or the other, whether you're karmic or not, whether mm -hmm. you're a yoga man or not, whether you're kicking people's doors in because you think it's funny and you got Jesus. a parent on the other end going, okay, here we go. This is it. Yeah. But it's just one of those things, man. It's like there are so many things that have to happen before, like, you move past. Like, if you if, if the whole thing came down to, like, okay, suddenly, like, all of D.C., like, evaporated. Like, okay, there are so many you got my attention. <laughs> there are so many things that would, like, there were so many things that would need to take place. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think that everyone would throw probably a week-long party, and then we would get down to, to being civil on our own. Everyone thinks that the magic off switch, I think, and Louisa said it too, you can't just magic off the, everything. That's not how this works. And I'm like, that's exactly how this works. People just have to choose to turn it off, or it gets turned off for them eventually. Yeah. It, uh, I can't disagree with that. Yeah. Yes and no. Like you, you better hope you're in a, a strong. You better hope you're in a a, a well developed. Like you better hope you have built like some strong bonds with your society. And it doesn't. It doesn't take a whole lot to build a strong bond. All it takes is to recognize a need in someone and have their eyes meet your eyes, and you recognize their need. And it's immediate. It's it's in your spirit to immediately say, "What can I do?" to help this person. And if they're a genuine person, that's how it goes. If they're not a genuine person, you can see those tells, you can see those people who are looking yeah. for a handout for free, who are capable of doing their own thing. Well, and that you, you definitely know who, who has, um, who's not going to be your friend in a situation like that. You, yeah. you definitely know those people in your, in your neighborhood. Uh, I think you know, those consequences you're talking about would be almost immediate. Yes. Even here, even without guns, without, you know, like in general, yeah. be like, hey, don't deal with that person because they're not honest. And that will carry on down the line. I mean, it, and see, the thing is, today. another misconception, another misconception about that is like people think they're going to just hole up in their house with their doomsday prepper supply of food, water, and supplies. Electricity turns off. Their water <clears> that's not going to be a good thing, man. Yeah. That, that's yeah, not going to be the, yeah, that's not gonna be the way you want it to go, man. You want to get a big pot, some rice and beans, and you want to start feeding, <laughs> you want to start feeding your neighborhood. Maybe, you want to be known, even, you want to be known as the people you want to be known as a person who, you know, is nice and feeds people that are hungry. You know, you don't want to be yeah. known as the people that like are standoffish and like stay away from my stuff. You know, but you, you also, want to build a bond in your community. You also don't want to be known as freeload Frank, you know. Well, I know you I get can what always I'm, come get down what I'm there and get free get what I'm saying though. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm you know, you want to build you want to be the pe known as the people that are building the the relationships with your neighbors. 
you know? I guess what I'm trying to point out is I don't want to be the fisherman. I want to teach people how to fish. Okay. I, I don't want to be their supply chain because then I take the place of their government. <laughs> I don't want to do that. <laughs> yes. Okay. So, so in that respect, I would have to disagree on those grounds. Fair. So, but I mean, it's, it's true being benevolent. We're so much better at being benevolent on our own than any government could be. We don't mm -hmm. need it honestly. And it's, it's a huge drain on us at this point because it really? does nothing for us, but harm us. And now this is the time where I think humanity has to say, hey, we're not going to do this anymore, or we're going to slip away into the night under dark clouds of atomic thunder and fire. So Don't get my the hopes fork up. in the road. <laughs> Don't get my hopes up. Well, I mean, you know, I don't want to be scabbing in the wasteland any more than anybody else, but there's going to be some people that are more proficient at it than others, for sure. And I don't, I don't want it to come to that. I'd no. rather just be like, hey, we're not playing government government anymore. Like everybody's on their own. You know, here we go. Everybody just promised to be real good and we're just going to go on. I, that's not hard to do. Yeah, it's not hard to do. You just stay connected and organize yourself with your groups. We need to. We, we, we all need some time away from politics. We need to we need some time to think. You guys like just need to go. <laughs> We're going to think for a little while. And everybody just promised yeah, to be real good. Self-reflect. Yeah, you know, we're we're going to self-reflect and recognize where our, our misplaced faith went. <laughs> just need some space. <clears throat> yeah. I, I could totally see us taking a couple of decades of detox from generations oh, of man. programming. Yeah. Just, can, can we great. can we hit pause can we hit pause for a second you know and just like take a break from government can we put a pause can we pause the government for a few decades uh, honestly i'd rather abolish it and just go to self-governance like overnight flip that switch see ya later i mean I'm, i mean honestly I'm right did they not you. did they not flip the switch on us during covid they literally hung us out to dry on our own oh government. yeah yeah, absolutely. And, and did nothing for us. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even the money we got, if anyone got it, not to mention all the dead people that they cut all those checks to, it's just kind of like, wow, you guys have no clue what's going on at all. So I just, I got, I got no faith left in government at all. I'm right there. No, just none. I, they won't do anything good for you. No. And that's been proven. Not, not a single thing over and over, over yeah. and over and over. We're sure. No, it, mm. you know, I couldn't agree more. And that's, I, I do agree with you though, on the fact that it's, it's time to flip that switch. And, you know, I'm all yeah, for self-governance. You know, we I, could I, literally all wake up tomorrow and say, you know what? Hey, you know, uh, I need to refill out my W4 for exempt. You know, I, I need five minutes on my break to go to HR and refill out my W-4, full exemption. I'm not having any withholdings. They're not getting anything else out of me. That's it. Yep. Everybody does it all the same day or even over a few weeks period of time. We stop funding this clown show to the best of our ability. We dismantle our local governments peacefully. Doesn't have to be violent. Why and not do it like, uh, what did the town in tennessee do after world war ii yeah uh, there was a are you talking about um I, it's not ridgemont 
Um, no, you know what I'm talking about. They got fed up with the local government government being sheriff, corrupt. Yeah, the sheriff was stuffing ballot boxes in the jail, and they they wanted direct access because who they voted in was one of the veterans, and they weren't putting up with it. And that came to it came to exchanging fire. I think yep. over an hour of exchanging fire. I I cannot remember um, the name of that incident, and maybe I can find it. But I mean, this is there's there's all kinds of different solutions, and I really think that if more people would realize they're already doing a good job at self-governing themselves every day, day in and day out, whether they want to believe it or not, and just continue to do that exact thing. And you know, I really like your idea of everyone going and filing for exempt. But it's not hard. It's you not. Take- You're right. It has to be. It has to be done every year, February fifteenth. You have to fill it out every time, or it defaults back to your previous uh, W four withholding. You can mark your W four as exempt. And just and, and just everybody just continuously go mark exempt. Like that. That's a. That's actually a great. Like I. I, I don't think I've ever heard anybody pull that one before, and I really like that, Stephen. Like I. I that that is like. Well, a, I just. A solution I could get behind, like nonviolent, just kick back, everybody go file exam. Yeah, you starve them. It's I, it's the agorist yeah, way. Not, you starve despite, them. Despite craving violence personally, and I don't think I you have a problem because I've never acted on those tendencies. I I also want to promote every possible um, peaceable solution. Yeah, you and that, yeah, I even voted today. I'll admit it. You know, I played the game, but at the same time, I, I don't have any faith in it. But I still did vote because I believe in doing every possible thing. That's the thing. It's like everybody wants to jump right off with this whole the boogaloo movement <laughs> and like get it just they want to jump straight to violence. And I'm yeah. like, that that's it's not something and that's probably pro Oh, it is, dude. They've seen too many fucking movies. Romanticism of, of the underdog taking out the big the big head honcho. And- they yeah, they've seen too many action movies. They've seen too many war movies. Uh, it's like you you don't. I always like to say it's like exactly what Mel Gibson said in The Patriot. Man, this is that battle won't be the battle in the war. The battles in the war will not be fought in some far off land. It's going to be fought in the streets, and it's going to be fought in your front yard. Well, the first one is fought in your mind. <clears throat> You have to be mentally prepared to go to any level to get freedom back. And you don't, you don't, you don't, des- like, even though I might crave violence, I don't desire to hurt people. There's, that's no. kind of like a weird thing. That's but the, I, it's a weird, it, I understand what you're saying. I yeah. totally get it, dude. I totally I get it. It comes from other parts of programming that you get through the military or, or it comes from part of being in a, in a survival situation. It doesn't have to be military. It could be from anything where you you were at ends and you felt like your life was threatened and you realize that it's you're going to have to make a choice one day and it's going to suck. But you can still try every peaceable solution before it comes to that. And I'd rather I'd rather shake a policeman's hand and give him a hug and, you know, have him give up what he does. Or at Mm -hmm. least not not persecute people anymore and 
like make that mental change. I'd rather do that. And then he moves on to change more people and so forth. It's like a chain reaction. I'd rather have that than back in bodies. Honestly, I feel like that's, that's the most loving thing anyone could do. You just, you don't, you want to exhaust all peaceful means first. Sure. You do. You, you want to exhaust all peaceful means because what comes next is not, you know, it's not something you'll ever, you know, forget. Yeah. It's really not. It's, <clears throat> but that's all. We're, we're, we're not even close to that point yet. Well, I mean, not with that attitude. So, <laughs> yeah. You can't be, it's not a one man show. I'm going to tell you something. I've been swinging a hammer. I've been swinging a hammer against this wall for a long time. And I, I to date have seen more cracks now than I ever have. And I'm not going to stop swinging now. I'm still going to keep swinging that hammer until I break through. And that's what I hope everyone else does. Like, don't, don't cut yourself short. Don't give up that, that few strikes away from breaking through and like, having people get it here first it is that i will give you man the the wall is starting to crumble it really is but it's gonna be a little bit i get tired don't get me wrong i get tired but every time every time i feel like i'm back in that corner again it's time to start swinging and it's just every day even in my mind uh all the programming that i've been through that i've had to break apart and i'm not I'm probably not anywhere close to where I should be personally. I just recognize that you need that, you need that constant driving force to keep breaking that, that institutionalized structure that is not good for you or anyone else. And that's part of that dis, that dis, civil disobedience and, you know, uh, sending a message in different ways. It doesn't have to be a violent one. That's, that's absolutely true. You know, that's, I, I don't think I could have put it any more beautiful statement. You, done an excellent job you've done it you've done an excellent job at at pointing out some great stuff tonight you know i really do appreciate that there's some good things here that i think people need to really think about like there's there's there is alternative answers there's a way out of this so so i really think in in addition to when we start complaining about how bad things are let's start thinking about hey what can we do to fix it we exactly how start thinking on leaking oil i mean like how good can they be how right. good can we make them? Not how bad are they, but how or, good can we make them? I know we joke about feeding Chippy, but, you know, it's <laughs> it's not off the table. <laughs> no. No. You know, it's not, man. I, it'd be nice if we never have to waste the resources on that. But I just, I'm, I, I'm mentally prepared to go to that level if we have to. I don't want to. But I think everyone that, that buys gear, use your gear, test your gear, get a feeling for what it's going to feel like because you don't have time in that moment when a tyrannical government uh, pulls all the stops and tries to murder you. You don't have that luxury. Happens every day. Yeah. That's something that's, that's really dark compared to where we were, but I just, I want to encourage everyone. If you've got gear, pull it out and use it. If you, if you've got water filtering stuff, just set it up one day for fun. Teach the kids how to use it. Yep. There might be a situation where they need to know how to use all their <clears> food. <throat> so, Grow your own food. That's a big deal. T- 
teaching your kids that, you know, hey, when you put a seed in the ground, it's not that easy. Sometimes oh, yes. The little, there's a few more extra steps. Here's what to look for. Things that my, I, my grandpa would try to teach us when we were younger, and I didn't understand it, the value of it until, I, until now, especially oh, yeah. knowing how to pull a, a great tomato out of the ground. Oh, yes. So, yes. Uh, don't lose raise some, raise some animals. Yeah. Raise some animals. I got chickens and rabbits in the backyard. Uh, raise some animals. Grow a garden. Guinea uh, Anything. Yeah. Uh, guinea pigs, right? Did you say guinea pig? I, I love guinea pigs myself. Get yeah, they're actually a delicacy in some countries. I've never eaten one. But there's a place you can. Called- no, you can. Yeah. There no. actually, there's a place called Mary Swap Meat, and it's like the last real wild frontier here, kind of like in Midwest. City. Don't take. Okay, so what I, I just said, eat guinea pigs. Okay, I just said you can eat guinea pigs. Okay, no, no, no it's, don't take that as don't take that as like a demented thing. Okay, I don't want to. It's You can seriously get as much meat off of a guinea pig as a fucking rabbit or it's more pretty, no I'm or more it's pretty fair to look in my state dude. actually they um there, i know of a lot of guinea pig farms and people do exactly yeah. <clears throat> they farm them for me yeah. yeah seriously and it has it and there are more things to do like collect rainwater man yeah. fuck that permit That's, collect rainwater but know how to water your garden with rainwater uh know how to work on your own vehicles yeah. Uh, know how to shop secondhand, man. Know uh, how to repurpose. Uh, yeah, know how to repurpose items. Yeah. Build shit out of pallets, man. Yeah. Pallets are a dime a dozen. <laughs> I, seriously, this is. Th- th- there are other means than just like. Everybody always wants to. I'm not downplaying your your thought process, Stephen. By no, no, no. jumping to chipping everybody there are <laughs> other ways building up to this by peaceful means you know that's absolutely what we're totally talking agree. about and you it's, know it's something that gets thrown around and then it just kind of i think it becomes um a stale piece of mind bread mm-hmm. and it can go anywhere or become anything and it's like man that would have made a great sandwich about six months ago maybe eh. So it's kind of like don't don't let these things become stale in your mind or or you become desensitized to it. You know, it's growth comes in many ways, shapes, and forms. I think you guys are I personally I love this show because I feel like it's really broadened my horizons in a lot of areas and it's made me think more oh, than yeah. other shows. And that's what I like about it. And I, I appreciate being on, by the way. Thanks for having me. <laughs> oh, no worries, man. It's it's like you're the you one of less than a handful that will get reoccurring on the show that get back to the whole reason we started this was to uh, wake people up exactly like what you're talking about. But uh, we've, we broadened into so many other different types of guests and discussion topics, but it's always good to get back to, our roots what we originally started talking about and from my perspective all of this stuff's tied this show yeah and why we wanted to do this show in the first place was to wake people up to get away from like your normal social media platforms where we could be censored for talking about such things 
we got our we went out and made our own platform and started our own show and it's good to get back to our roots why we originally like did this in the first place and that's what i've enjoyed about it too like you get an unfiltered <clears throat> voice doesn't matter if it's some hot-headed flat earther uh it doesn't matter you know i, I that's just a few or you get spooked by people that you know know things about you that it's just not common knowledge uh, just to name a few things that are very interesting and even people that have this really out there like i can talk to bigfoot and you're like man if i can yeah. talk to bigfoot what the crap would i even ask him yeah <laughs> so it's like i don't have to believe that it's all true or whatever i don't people don't have to get mad or you know it's it's kind of like if it was if it was true for you that should be good enough just being able to tell your story openly and not be ridiculed for it and be listened to. That's I. That's what I love about this whole thing. And I. that's, I think, is what the Founding Fathers intentioned, whether they had it good intentions or not. But it's that freedom, that, that ability to just be who you are and not be judged for it. Fair. Or if you are judged, then it's okay for people to have a different opinion about it as well. There's no reason to get mad about it. So... But there's been several spicy episodes that I've enjoyed immensely. So thank you guys for, you know, taking these efforts. I appreciate y'all in case y'all. Oh, yeah. Know. Thank you, man. No, no, we, we appreciate it. We appreciate having you on. and You know, you coming and getting that voice out there because I, I appreciate yeah. I, I appreciate a more, I guess you would consider yourself just, you know, just a regular old fellow out there making it how you can make it. And, you know, I appreciate having those voices come out here and speak to me. Those are the most important voices. Like, than, than anything else because you you live it day to day so yeah you know, <laughs> the struggle is everybody it in is. this room right here are i guess you could consider himself proclaimed anarchist and we will go the extra mile to do it our damn selves and yeah. I, I encourage other people to do it too like or at least try try minimal just try so, and uh, if, if you recognize how much the monumental effort goes into something like animal husbandry or gardening, the everyday effort, it's phenomenal. And then you have this sudden appreciation for what farmers do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, no joke. I grew up in I, I grew up in corn country, Illinois. Um, I'm sorry. It, it's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're a flat desert. Uh, not quite, almost. We have a couple of hills and valleys here and there, a couple of creeks. I mean, but you know, if you, I know one guy, he's going to tell you that you could just stand out there and it's just going to keep going, you know, whatever, because it's flat. So you you get to the Arbuckles, and like you said, around Fort Sill, there's a couple of targeting mounds that are still out there. Fort Sill was uh, one of the worst places I've ever been in the military. Yep. And Lawton, Lawton, Oklahoma is quite an experience late at night. I mean, you, you could have been an Enid. <laughs> I'm just against you Enid folks. I'm just saying, you know, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's a very small Air Force base that's basically an attache to yeah. uh, Air Force base there in, in Colorado. They do a lot of back yep. and forth. And sometimes to tinker and sometimes to lot and, you know, stuff. 
but it's it's not all bad and there's definitely like almost every type of place here like there is a little there's a place called little sahara it's where it's an actual desert and you can dig for rose rocks and rose quartz and it's kind of cool but uh southeast oklahoma is i mean that's if i was gonna go hunt bigfoot that's where i'm going because the tall man stories that's a lot where they originate in that area Oh yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. I've been telling Jim we need to we need to go on a Sasquatch hunt. And then go. I I actually <laughs> no joke. I actually watched a TikTok live a couple of nights ago where a dude was out Wendigo hunting, and it was pretty intense, man. I don't believe it when I don't believe it at all because uh, yeah, I don't I don't believe it. What he was, I, was I think say, he, yeah, I think he was just clout chasing. But okay. um, we we seriously need to get together and go on like Bigfoot, Wendigo, or Skinwalker hunt. You know, yeah. find a place where it's like where they're prevalent. I oh, I, oh, come on, dude, come on, man. Look, look, look. I I not saying I don't believe, but those that profess to not believe are usually the ones that are made examples of. Just saying. So. You go looking for you go looking for danger. You're probably gonna find it. <laughs> so not. I don't know if uh, Wendigo would come on the show or not, but that would be pretty amazing. I'd listen. I'd watch for sure. So yeah. well, Bigfoot out there, I'm sure Wendigos that wanna come on and you know. We'll totally let some Wendigos come on. So, well, yeah. again, Stephen, you know, I, I thank you for this evening, man. I, I've, I've had a blast talking about some great stuff. Yeah. You know, you, man, did you got anything else you want to throw in there before we get to the end here? Man, I do not. It's always good to get back to the roots, what the show originally started for. Yeah. You know, really is. Well, and, and and like I was trying to say, you know, just just remember from I guess from my weird perspective, even all the weird things we bounce off and off on sometimes, you know, it all. It all to me ties back into this stuff. Like it, it, there's, it's, it took me a long time to get to the point of being a crazy, you know, crazy, crazy conspiracy pirate. So, you know, it, it involves all that kind of stuff too. And I hope you know maybe in weird, the weird, wacky, true, and downright uncomfortable to talk about touches someone. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 it needs to. So, but just one person. That's, you know, one person at a time. <laughs> well, that's all it takes, man. That's all it that's takes. If we can just reach one person each show. That's my goal. That's good. Yep. I'll be happy with that. Yep. So, of course, you guys know before I get out of here, I've always got something good for you. So, why did the pirate have to walk the plank? <laughs> because he couldn't afford a dog. Good night, everyone.